are so excited that you have joined us to hear God's Word. God's words are alive and active, and we expect that your life is going to be changed as you hear this message. Let's look at uh, Philippians chapter 4. We're going to begin with verse 6. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall guard your keep or guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So the Apostle Paul, beginning here in verse 6, says, Be careful for nothing. Do not fret, Amplified says, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in everything. What? Everything by prayer and supplication. So in other words, whatever you're facing in life, no matter what the challenge may be, no matter what the pressure that comes to your life, if you'll just pray, that'll be the beginning of God's answer in your life. God can turn your captivity. God can turn things around. The devil meant it to destroy your life, but God is faithful and God will restore. I said God is faithful and God will restore. The devil meant it to destroy, but thank God Jesus is still Lord. I said Jesus is still Lord. God is still good and his mercy endures forever. He was good this morning. He was good last night. He was good last week and last year. And he's good today and he'll be good all the way to the end of your life and throughout eternity. He is good and he's a good God and he's faithful. Amen. And so in this scripture, he tells you not to be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. But then he says, with thanksgiving. In other words, your prayer needs to be coupled with praise. If you pray based on the promise and you praise based on the promise, you will receive the fulfillment of the promise. There will be a demonstration of God's goodness in your life. And so when you praise God, it is a demonstration of your expectation of what God can and will do in your life. God is a performer. You're simply the believer. If you will believe the word of God, God will perform his word, his promise, and he'll make it good. God is good and he is faithful and he's faithful and he's good all the time and will never change his mind about being good. He's good and every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. God will will not change, cannot change. He is always the same, and he's always good. And if you get that foundation in your heart and in your mind that God is good and that his goodness is expressed towards you and that he loves you without question, praise God. And with, within our lives, there are challenges. We live in a world, and there is a devil, and there is sin, and there is darkness, and there is demonic uh, things that come against our life. There are challenges in life. But be of good cheer. Jesus said, I have overcome the world. Jesus is already Lord. He's already victor. He's already conqueror. He, uh, he is already master. He is Lord of lords and King of kings. He is a prince of peace. And Jesus is forever the same. He said, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so, Within this world, we are faced with challenges. We are faced with dilemmas at times where we don't know what to do. We don't know which way to turn. We don't know what the full answer is, but we will look unto him who is the author and the finisher of our faith. 
Hallelujah. And when we pray, he said, and mix that prayer with thanksgiving, there will be a fulfillment of the promise of God in our life. And what does he say? In the next verse, he says, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, surpasses your natural understanding, where other people would look at you and say, you should have crashed, you should have crumbled, you should have quit, you should have given up. But they look at you and say, there must be a God in heaven. There must be a God, and there must must be a good God. There must be a goodness that God extends to his people because they did not quit. They did not stop. They did not give in. They did not give up. They kept pressing on and you look at them and their life is a testimony of the amazing grace of God. They got through the storm. They got through the test. They got to the other side and their life is a testimony of the goodness of God, the love of God, the mercies of God that are new every morning. God never fails to be good and his mercies never fail hallelujah to Jesus and so he said the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart keep your heart God only not only gives you peace he keeps you in peace amen guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus now go with me to second chronicles please Second Chronicles, and we're going to go to chapter 20. In Second Chronicles chapter 20. The people of God were faced with a great dilemma. They were faced with the odds being stacked against them. Naturally, there was no real hope. That the outcome was going to be good. There are three armies that gathered against them. But it said Jehoshaphat set himself. They set themselves to seek the Lord. They began to cry out to God, began to pray. And if you uh, read the prayer, we will not take time to read the prayer. But if you read the prayer, you'll see that he rehearsed before God in his prayer. He rehearsed before God how God had delivered them once, how God had delivered them again, how God had delivered them again. And in your prayer, it is a pattern in in Scripture that if you want to uh, encourage yourself in the Lord, rehearse what the Lord has done. Because God did it once, and God did it again. And God did it again. It may have been a different situation, a different circumstance, but the answer came and God came through and you came through your storm and you came through your test and you got to the other side of your storm and to the other side of your test and you were able to see the goodness of God. And so he rehearsed before God in his prayer the goodness of God, the blessing of God that came as a result of his goodness toward his people. And God never fails to be good. This morning when you arose, when your eyes opened, you could face a God who is good. You can know a God who is good. You can know that he has good plans for you. And you can know that God is faithful to fulfill his promise in your life. And so here he rehearses the, pray, uh, the, the goodness of God in his life. And I'm going to just pick it up in verse 12. 
And he said, Oh, our God, wilt thou not judge them, speaking of his en- their enemies? For we have no might against this great company and that comes against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon you. So here he says, Lord, we have no might. There is no natural way that we can overcome this situation. We are without strength when it comes uh, to the ability to overcome our enemy in this situation. But, Lord, our eyes are upon you. He said, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do, but, Lord, our eyes are upon you. When you're in your situation of life where you don't know what to do, where does anxiety many times come? from in our life. We don't know what to do, so we're anxious about it. We're concerned about it. We're uh, perhaps worried about it, but he said, be anxious for nothing but pray and and set your heart on God, right? And, And ask God, petition God, make your request known to God, and then the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind. So we see that here Jehoshaphat is doing just that. He's reminding God of what he has done in the past and believing that God will do something in the future, in their present situation. Right now, God's gonna do something to deliver them. He said, Lord, we don't know what to do. We don't have any might against the enemy. We don't have the strength to overcome. We've got these armies against us, but Lord, our eyes are upon you. In other words, we're going to take our eyes off of what we see right now in the natural, that naturally we don't know how to deal with it. We don't know what the answer is, but we will look to you as our hope. We will look to you as our help, and we will look to you as our strength. We will look to you as our God. We will look to you and trust you in this situation that you will do something to turn our captivity, to turn our situation around. We must, as Christians, Look unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. When we don't know what to do, he's the author of our faith. He's the finisher of our faith. When we don't know which way to turn, we don't know what the full answer is. We just know Jesus is Lord. We just know God is good, and we know God is faithful. We know God is able. We know that God is willing. We know that God is going to do it. Hallelujah. Our trust and our confidence and our faith is in him, and at the greatest a challenge of your life, you can look to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. So he said, we don't know what to do. Our eyes are on you. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones and their wives and their children. In other words, they all stood before the Lord, the whole families, as a company of people stood before the Lord. Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jeiel, the son of Madaniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. So the Spirit of God came upon Jehaziel. And then it says, and he said, hearken ye all Judah. He began to prophesy, hearken ye all Judah, ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. And thou, King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid, nor dismayed, 
by reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Hallelujah. That's a good thing to know. Hallelujah. When you're in the midst of a trial, a test, where you don't know what to do, you know you have no might against this enemy or whatever's come against you. You don't have any strength to overcome it. But your eyes are on Him and the Spirit of God comes on you or comes on somebody around you or comes on your pastor or comes on someone to speak a word in season. And it may be that the Holy Spirit just rises up on the inside of you and gives you a word in season. God knows how to give you a word in season when the battle is all around you. In other words, the enemy is all around you. It looks like there is no hope, there is no good outcome but God. Hallelujah. God gives you a word in season, and that word is to you today, I believe. The word is, don't be dismayed, don't be afraid by reason of the great multitude. In other words, what's come against you, no matter how big it may seem to be or how big it may literally be, it does not matter. God is your help. Hallelujah. And the battle is not yours but God's. Come on, you don't have to be afraid of what's going on around you. You don't have to be afraid of what the devil is up to. You don't have to be afraid to go out and do what you are created to do. You don't have to be afraid to take steps of faith and move forward in your life. You don't have to be afraid. Thank God forever. You can stand up and say, the battle is not mine, but it's God's. Hallelujah to Jesus. The battle is not mine, but it is God's. And so Holy Spirit reminds you, it's not your fight. This is not your fight. In other words, it's not just what you can do naturally. The scripture says the weapons of our warfare are what? They're not carnal which means they are not fleshly. They're not worked out in your natural energy. It is not your natural power that enables you to overcome this situation. It is not natural strength. It is not natural energy. It is not natural power. It's not by might, not by power, but by His Spirit. It is by the Spirit of the Lord. And so the Spirit of the Lord came on the prophet. He began to prophesy and say, it's not your battle. It's the Lord's battle. So our weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not naturally. We are not dependent on natural energy, natural power. God gives you natural energy, you understand. But we're not just dependent on natural resources to overcome our situation. We're dependent on some supernatural resources. They're not natural. They're not carnal, but they're what? Mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So we have some spiritual weapons if you will. We have the weapons of our warfare that are spiritual. One weapon is the sword of the spirit. Hallelujah. The word of the living God in your heart and in your mouth that you would speak the word of God and that you would declare and decree a thing. But one weapon we want to talk about today is praise. Your praise is a weapon. Your praise is a weapon against the enemy because your fight, it is not natural. 
and, and a lot of things that we fight over in, the, in our minds, in our emotions, in our flesh, and we're trying to work things out, reason it out, figure it out, but we don't know what to do. Say, God, my eyes are upon you. Hallelujah. And I'm trusting you to give me a word in season, a clarity, so that I can believe you, trust you, and rely upon you. And God, you are faithful. And I've found God is amazing in his grace and in his, uh, his faithfulness and his ability to give you a word in season that applies directly to your situation that helps you to get through that situation, that storm, that thing that wants to stop you, that thing that wants to make you quit, that thing that wants to uh, keep you from moving forward or paralyze you in your position right now. But thank God the Holy Spirit enables you to arise in the middle of darkness. Hallelujah. For your light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The Holy Spirit comes on you in the toughest of times. Hallelujah. In the weakest of moments. In the time where in the natural you don't think you're going to make it. You're not going to get through this. But you will. Why? Because God is with you and God is in you and God is for you. And he'll never leave you nor forsake you so that you may boldly say the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me nor things or any enemy. Thank God if God is for me who or what can be against me and I can assure you today that God is for you. If anybody in this world loves you, I can tell you God loves you. If nobody seemingly, you don't think anybody loves you, God loves you. If there's nobody in your corner, God's in your corner. If it seems like everybody is forsaking you, God is still with you. Hallelujah. No matter what, no matter when, no matter how the devil has come against you, God is on your side. Hallelujah. And if God is for you, no devil, no demon, hallelujah, can stop you. I said no devil, no demon can stop you. If God is for you, in you, he's working through you, and you're going to get through, and you'll get where God wants you to go. You'll do what God wants you to do. You're created with destiny. You're created with purpose, and you'll finish your destiny. You'll fulfill your destiny. You'll finish your race. You'll accomplish the good pleasure of God's will and the will of God will be done in your life and the dreams and the visions that God has placed in your heart you will see fulfilled I don't know about you but if you got any dream in you, you ought to be shouting about right now. Hallelujah. If you got any vision in you, you ought to be thanking God right now that God is going to fulfill it. Hallelujah. And he is not a man that he should lie. If he said it, he'll also do it. If he said it, he'll bring it to pass. If he said it, he'll make it good. If he said it, you'll see a demonstration of the revelation of the will of God in your life. You'll see a demonstration of heaven. You'll see God open the heavens in your life. And you'll know that God himself did it and no man did it. God did it. You didn't do it yourself. God did it for you. And he showed you his goodness. He showed, 
He showed you his mercy. Look what the Lord has done. You rehearse what he has done, but you're looking forward to what he's going to do. Something good is prepared for you. God has planned things out for your future that you could never plan by yourself. God has already got the plan laid out. He's already made the path. He's already made the crooked places straight. He's already bringing the mountains down low. He's filling the valleys, and he's saying it's time to go. It's a new day, and it's a new way, and I made it for you, and you're going to do it. Hallelujah. You're going to finish your course. You're going to fulfill my will. You're going to do what I've called you to do, and you'll see it fulfilled. The will of God, the plan of God is bigger than you. It's bigger than your enemy, too. It's bigger than everything that comes against you. The greater one lives on the inside of you. Hallelujah. With God, all things are possible. With God, anything can happen. With God, things can turn around. With God, God can turn your captivity. With God's help and his help in your life and his strength in your life, you can get through any storm, any challenge that comes your way. Hallelujah. In the darkest day, there's a light still shining. In the devilish day, the Holy Spirit and the angels of God show up on assignment. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what the enemy brings against you. God is on your side. Hallelujah to Jesus. So the admonition of the prophet was, don't be dismayed, don't be afraid by reason of the great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's. Then God gave them specific instruction. And in the middle of your storm, the Holy Spirit can give you some specific instruction. Tomorrow, go down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz. And you shall find them at the end of the brook there before the wilderness of Jeruel. And you shall not need to fight in this battle. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Now that's a good line. I said that's a good line from the Bible, don't you think? He says, you're not going to need to fight in this battle. You just set yourselves. You stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. In other words, you just watch me. You just keep your eyes on me. Hallelujah. You've already turned your eyes away from the situation. You turn your eyes on me. You set yourself to seek me, and you have set your heart on me. And so you just keep looking. You just keep watching. You're not even going to have to fight. This is not your battle. This is my battle. I got this. I'm in your corner. I'm on your side. I'm going to whip your enemy. And you're going to watch the battle, and you're going to watch me fight. And this is a good way to fight. Fight the good fight of faith. It is a fight that you praise God while God does the work. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, they've already prayed. God has spoken a word to them. You're not going to have to fight in this battle. You just set yourself and just watch me. In other words, watch God work. Now, it's, it's, it's amazing to watch God work. You ever watch God do some things for you and you look back and you say, 
I believed something was going to happen, but I would have never figured it out that way. But the Holy Spirit does something. He demonstrates the goodness of God, the mercy of God, and the love of God, and the plan of God. And you look back and you say, look what the Lord has done. It was not because you were so smart. It was not because you had it figured out. It was not because you were so mighty and so strong. It was because God was on your side and you set your eyes on Him. You dared to look to Him, trust in Him, believe in Him, and God performed His word. Hallelujah to Jesus. And you look back and say, God is good. So he said, set yourself, and you just see the salvation of the Lord. The scripture says, be still and know that I am God. If you're still in the presence of God and you see God work, he'll say, we know that he is God. He's still God. He's still on the throne. In the toughest of situations, he's still God. He's still on the throne. And he's still good. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. The Lord's going to be there. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Now you know they've heard from God. God has given them assurance. God has given them confidence that he is still God and he's still good. And he's still on the throne and he's going to do something exceeding, abundant, above all that they could even ask or think. You say, that's a New Testament scripture. But he was doing stuff like that before the New Testament scripture was written. (laughs) He was doing exceeding, abundant, above all. And so they were so overcome by the presence of God instead of now... Before, they were overcome with fear. They were overcome with the dilemma of not knowing what to do, which way to turn, what to do. How do, we, how do we respond to this situation? Having no answer, no strength, no might, no power to overcome. But now they're over, overcome by the presence of God. And the whole company of people are bowing their knee, posturing themselves in that way before God. God, we worship you because you are God, and we recognize you are God. So they're worshiping the Lord, and the Levites and the children of the Kohathites and of the children of the Korites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. So now the tone has changed. If you know anything about the presence of God, the tone in one service can change from one tone to another tone. In other words, God is hitting a different tone. It's a different sound. The Holy Spirit, no doubt, just hit a different sound. Now 
They've gone from fear to reverence and prayer to hearing a word from God that encouraged them. The battle is not mine, but it's God's. Hearing a word from God, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Watch God work. To now they worship God, reverenced Him, and honored Him for who He is. That's what worship is. Recognizing Him for who He is. So they've worshiped God. But now God hits a different tone. And they stood up, and they began to praise God. It says, with a loud voice. There's a time to be quiet, worshipful. There's a time to stand up and be loud. And so they stood up, and they began to praise the Lord with a loud voice on high. And while they were praising, something starts happening, stirring in them. It's a spirit of faith. Now, they're seeing things from a different viewpoint. It's like being in the valley and the people up on the hill and they're your enemy. But now, you're up on the hill and they're in the valley. Now, it's a different perspective. You've got a greater advantage now because you're looking from God's point of view. Rather than looking from your natural point of view. Rather than looking from your natural vision, you're looking from a spiritual revelation. You're looking from the Word's point of view. You're looking from God's point of view. And you're seeing things the way God says they will be. And so here they are, praising God with a loud voice. Thank you, Jesus. So if you've never had praise out loud, it's kind of new to you, please be patient with those who have already experienced it. Because it is scriptural. We just read one verse, there are many verses in the Bible about praising God out loud. So it's always new to somebody, you understand? But it's not new to God. It's not new to the Bible. And so they praise God with a loud voice. What happens next? And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. They're just obeying what the word of the Lord was to them. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. And that's what's happening. They're now believing in God. They're putting their trust in God rather than being afraid and terrorized by the enemy. They put their trust in God. He said, believe in the Lord your God, you'll be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. So when you believe the word of the Lord that comes from a prophet's mouth or it may come by the Holy Spirit through somebody that's not necessarily a prophet, but they give a word by the Holy Spirit in season and it was a word from God. It may be your pastor's voice. 
Maybe today a word for you specifically. It's for everybody. But sometimes God has a word with your name specifically on it because it's a message directly to you because you need to hear it and it's a today word for you. Thank you, Jesus. But church is not a a, a buffet. I'll take this and leave that. Take this and leave that. No, the Word of God is for everybody in the room, but sometimes there are specific, direct words that will come to you that the Holy Spirit knows you need to hear so that you hear that with a clear signal. And it strikes a tone in your spirit. It gives you confidence and assurance that God is on your side working things out for your good. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. So Jehoshaphat appointed them. Said, Singers, you go out in front. And I want you to go out in front of the army. So if you want to be a part of our choir, you have to be willing to go out in front of the army. If you want to be on the worship team, you've got to be willing to get out there. Be willing to get on the tip, so to speak, of the spear and say, I'm willing to go out in front. I'm willing to praise God. I'm willing to praise God. Listen. You, you can't just praise God when you always feel like it. You still got to come and show up at church and praise God. Right? You, you got to show up and, and sing and worship God. Now, what did he say? He said, now, here, here we are. We're going to put the singers out front. And you're going to say, praise the Lord. For he is good. And his mercy endures forever. Praise the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. In other words, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what the challenge, no matter what the fight, no matter what little strength you may feel like you have, no matter what's going on around you, there is something inside of you that says, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. His mercy endures forever. You know what forever means? That means every day. His mercies are new every day. His mercies are new every morning. The scripture says his mercies fail not. Hallelujah. So his mercies never fail. His mercies are new every day. And his mercies are forever. And they're for everything. And no matter what is coming against you, there's mercy for today. There's mercy for your circumstance. There's mercy for your situation. There's mercy that'll get you through this test. There is mercy that'll get you the victory. Hallelujah. And if you will stand up and sing the praises of God, God, the scripture says, will 
encompass you or surround you with songs of deliverance. In other words, when there's darkness all around, God will give you a song in the night. God will give you a song in the dark place. God will give you a song. I mean, a song will get you through when nothing else seemed to get you there. Hallelujah. I said a song will get you through when nothing else seemed to get you through that storm. But a song in your dark place will bring light and joy and peace and assurance and confidence in the middle of the storm. Hallelujah to Jesus. So they were to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. When their mind may have been fighting them. In other words, uh, I'm not sure I signed up for this. For this music ministry, this praise and worship leading, this choir. I'm not sure I signed up for this. Your natural mind fights you sometimes. But the Holy Spirit just encourages you. You keep saying it. Praise the Lord. For his mercy endures forever. Praise the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. Then imaginations from the enemy, you know, what they're going to do and how they're going to overtake you. Say, no, praise the Lord. My eyes are upon you. I'm standing still in the sense of I'm still in my soul. I'm still in my heart. I'm still in my mind. I'm in a quiet place of reverence before God, and I have stood up to praise the Lord, and I will not see to praise the Lord and if you'll dare to praise the Lord in the middle of your circumstance in the middle of the battle when you don't know what to do you don't know which way to go but God's given you a word in season and now you know and have assurance and confidence that this word is true and it'll work for you and you dare to speak the word and you dare to praise the Lord while you're marching toward your adversary your enemy that says you have have to stop where you're at. You're going to die in your place. No, I'm not dying here. I'm going to move forward in the name of Jesus. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up or give in. I'm standing up and I'm standing still in the presence of God, but I'm marching toward my enemy. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I believe that God is good and I'm going to praise him when it doesn't look good, doesn't feel good. Nobody thinks it's good. He's good. Hallelujah. When it doesn't look good. Nobody thinks it's good. It don't feel good. He's still good. Every good and every perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variableness of and neither shadow of turning. God is always good. It's not just a good, cool saying in the church world, the Lord is good all the time. It's not just a good saying. It is a God word. God is good all the time. When it doesn't feel like he's good, when circumstances are making you perhaps question his goodness in the moment, I can tell you he's still good. Hallelujah. Can somebody say he's good? And his mercy endures forever. So while they were praising the Lord, then it says in the next verse, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushment against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir and they were, that were come against Judah. And they were smitten. 
For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir utterly to slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, everyone helped to destroy another. Get the picture. While they're praising God, while you're having church. I said, while you're having church. While you're praising God, while you're enjoying the presence of the Lord, while you're shouting unto God with a a voice of triumph and you're magnifying the Lord and saying his mercy endures forever, it may not look like it, but I believe it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is not my fight. I'm going to praise God all night. Hallelujah. I'm going to praise the Lord all day. I'm going to shout with praise in my voice and I'm going to believe in the Lord my God and be established, believe his prophets and prosper and it is well with my soul. It is well because God's in control. God's got his hand on me. God's got his hand on me. God's got his hand on me. And I know it is well. All is well. It is well. Hallelujah. So while you're praising God, you're saying his mercy endures forever. The Lord just goes in there and confuses the enemy. Now they start killing each other. They start shooting at each other, killing each other in that day, stabbing, whatever. You know, they're killing each other, you know. And then it says that there was not one they saw the dead bodies everywhere, one, and not one escaped. So I don't know what happened, but maybe the last two, they looked at each other and said, I'm killing you, and they killed each other, and they fell dead. All right, but that was the end of it. The whole, whole lot of them, the, all three armies, they killed each other. And you know what the children of God did? It said they just went in, and they took the spoil. And it took them three days to pick up the spoil. In other words, the jewels, the gold, the silver, the good stuff that they left, you know, they weren't going to use it. So, and so they took the spoil for three days. Hallelujah. Your enemy said, you're going to die out here. You're not going to make it through this storm. But God said, this is my fight. Hallelujah. I'm on your side. I got you. I got your back. I got you. I'm in your corner. Hallelujah. It's all right. Hallelujah. God just says, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. While you praise God, God's doing the ambushment thing. God goes right into the enemy camp, and he just confuses the enemy. They start killing each other, and it's all over. When it's all said and done, you get the blessing. Hallelujah. The blessing of the Lord. It comes on your life. The devil said you weren't going to make it through, but you got to the other side, and the blessing was on you. Hallelujah. Can somebody shout praise the Lord? His mercy endures forever. I said his mercy endures forever. 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 It endures forever. It endures for every situation. It endures for every chain, every bondage, every despair, every fear, every challenge, anything that comes near. God says his word and his mercy endures forever. Hallelujah to Jesus. Somebody shout in the room today, the goodness of God, the mercy of God. Hallelujah. 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 
Hallelujah. I'm telling you, the, the storm will cease, the clouds will dis, disappear, the darkness will be dispelled, and the sun will shine, and the glory of God will shine on your life, and you'll know that God was good, is good, and will always be good. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to give you one minute to shout about it. Hallelujah. One minute to shout about it. Glory to God. No shame. Hallelujah. No shame. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. I don't know what your storm is, but go ahead and praise the Lord anyway. I don't know what your challenge is, but praise the Lord anyway. Glory to God. You will get through. Hallelujah. This is a new day for you. A new thing is happening in your heart. 